Today's episode is brought to you by King Realty and Management Incorporated, a full-service residential real estate brokerage with a multi-generational approach. Are you looking to invest in real estate here in Texas? Or better yet, are you looking to sell your home? Be sure to contact King Realty and Management. Visit kingrealtytx.com slash podcast. versus machine how i got someone else to pay off my student loan debt and how you can do the same thing let's jump right into today's conversation hey guys it's courtney again with another episode of millennial versus machine welcome to the podcast if you are just now joining us i just wanted to welcome you thank you so much for listening um this podcast is all about how I was able to get someone else to pay off my student loan debt through real estate investing. Um, Don't forget guys, the book is available on Amazon. Um, It's Kindle version, paperback, it's on Audible as well. Um, So if you visit CourtneyMKing.com, you'll be able to find all the information on how you can get a copy. And if you don't uh, subscribe to Audible um, yet, I believe there is a free trial where you get your first book free so you could use it to purchase this book. So last week we talked a little bit about analyze a property, how to determine if a particular property would yield the return on investment that you're looking at. And so um, what I did, for example, in which I highlight in the book is I bought a property that generated about $600 a month in cash flow. Okay. Now caveat to that is I purchased it in a very, very down market. So the first house I bought was only $68,000. It didn't require a large initial investment and it didn't require a large, um, rehab or, um, make ready work needed on the property. Okay. Um, so If you want to learn more about that deal in particular and how I've done that every single time since that first property that I bought, I believe back in 2011, then you are here in the right place. And so as I talked about um, analyzing a deal last week, I thought the next kind of logical step would be to talk about the home buying, buying process itself, okay? I put together a Texas home buyer's guide. It's like a first time home buyer guide that literally walks you through step by step of the home buying process. Now, I realize some of you guys listening are not in Texas, uh, but maybe you're considering purchasing an investment in Texas. Um, If you are considering purchasing in places outside of Texas, then maybe you contact your agent to give you some sort of guide or walk you through step by step. Okay. Um, some of the language and terms that I use, um, as I discuss this guide may be very specific to Texas. They may call it something different in other markets. So just kind of wanted to give you a heads up on that. If you want to download this guide for free and it's really cool because there's like a notes page, um, that you can write notes, um, next to each step. 
um, to use as you're listening to this podcast, then make sure you visit CourtneyMKing.com slash guide. And only those of you guys that are listening to this podcast that go to CourtneyMKing.com slash guide will be able to download the guide for free. And you can use this guide even if you want to buy your own personal residence where you intend to occupy. So I hope this is help helpful. Again, CourtneyMKing.com slash guide. It's linked in the show notes. So let's start off with step one. First step is to contact us here at King Realty, or if you're not looking in the Houston or the Dallas markets, then contact your real estate agent or broker. What I do is anytime somebody contacts me, I talk through what are your goals, okay? What are your wants? What are your needs? Where are you financially right now? And we really talk about where you're trying to be, okay? And I probably sound like a broken record because I know in this podcast, I'm always, and even in the book, I'm always saying how important it is to revisit your goals, how important it is to one, start off with goals, but then constantly revisit those things to make sure that you're on track. That's no different in the first step of the home buying process and how I treat different clients or prospective clients, okay? The second step after that is to get pre-approved for a mortgage, solidifying how you're going to finance the purchase of your home or investment property is really, really important. And that's where my contacts come in. Um, My clients don't have to use the people that I refer them to, but the people that I work with, I've been working with for many, many years, and they have a good track record, not only with helping me purchase properties personally, um, but also they have helped a lot of my clients over the years. So these are people that I know and trust that Um, you can contact in order to make sure that from a financing perspective, you are completely squared away. Okay. That the, you know, knowing your goals and knowing where you stand from a financing perspective are very, very, very important. Okay. Then once we complete those two steps, the third step is finding a home. And again, that's where me or my team of agents come in and we factor in not only your goals, but also your wants and your needs. And we locate the possible properties that get you to where you want to be. Those, those features and the properties that you're looking for in the areas that you want to be. So that's the third step is finding a home. And that's probably the most lengthy step, to be honest with you. Um, because, you know, whether it's an investment property or not, you know, we're particular on what we want to consider, right? The floor plans, um, the uh, upgrades or lack thereof, how much money do we want to spend after we close to really make the property how we want it to be, um, either to live in it or to make ready um, for your next tenants, okay? So that's step three. Step four is where we make the offer. And this is where your broker or agent will supply you with current market data 
and make their professional recommendations on what you should offer. So the market conditions and really knowing the market is super important at this step, okay? Because if you're in a seller's market, meaning there's a lot of demand for particular properties, but there's not a whole lot of properties available, then you as the buyer may be up against a lot of competition. And to be honest with you, that is how the real estate market has been in both Dallas and Houston, gosh, for the last at least three years, where the buyers that I represent are having to make many offers on different properties in order for the sellers to select one just because there's so much competition. Now, I actually have had a few clients where I tell them, look, if you really want this property, this is what we should offer and these are the reasons why. And ultimately, you guys as the home buyers are the shot callers. But oftentimes in my experience, if they listen to my recommendations, nine times out of 10, we are going to be selected as offer, um, as the offer that, that they accept. Um, and that's where having an agent that is very creative, not only in putting the offer together, but also skilled at communicating, guys. Communication is key. And if you think about it, if you're making an offer, the offer is going to go to the listing agent first. If the offer, uh, or excuse me, if the house is listed by an agent. Um, but knowing how the language and how to present an offer is just as important as the offer itself. Okay. And you know what, that, as I'm thinking about it, can be a totally different um, episode because, you know, it's just communication, you know, um, basic communication, but also a combination of communication and knowing the market and knowing how to appease to these agents and buy and, and sellers. Okay. So um, we'll talk about that later. I've been very intentional over the last 10 years to read up on communication, I'm actually in the middle of a book right now about negotiations and how to negotiate. Um, and there's just so many things that um, I've learned as a result of experience and just studying and reading um, that has helped me really get my clients' offers um, selected. So that's step four, making an offer. Step five is getting the property inspected. Um, now, this is particularly important if you're buying a pre-owned property. So in Texas, there's what is called an option period, which is like a period that you can um, have from the time that you um, your contract is accepted, right? Uh, usually between seven to 10 days, it's all negotiable, but that period allows you to have a professional inspector go into the property and show you exactly what you're buying. Okay. Any defects, any deficiencies, these inspectors are going to call them out. And we use the information that we get from the inspectors to negotiate either the repairs being completed by the seller or sometimes we'll negotiate a reduction in sale price or they'll give you what is called like a concession, which is an amount of money that they give you. Maybe it goes towards your closing costs and that is money that they give you instead of completing certain repairs. So that's step five is having inspections done. Now, again, pre-owned properties, especially, um, you know what, no matter what 
age the property is, I always recommend not only a general home inspection, but also a wood destroying insect inspection, also known as a termite inspection. And this just really shows you what you're buying and if you're comfortable with it. And where I come in um, after the inspection is step six, which is negotiating repairs. And that's where we determine what are the most important things what things do you absolutely have to have fixed before purchasing this property? Um, if you're purchasing a property as an investment, then we're going to talk through, okay, how much is this make ready going to cost and factor that into what we negotiate. Okay. And so negotiating repairs is step six. Step seven, the lender is really in action. Now keep in mind, You've already at this point gotten pre-approved. So they have your tax returns. They have your paycheck stubs and all of these things. But it's not until we negotiate all the repairs and get through the option period where the, really, the lender really starts kicking in gear. And that's where the lender is probably going to ask you for another set of documents, um, which I believe we talked about that on another episode. Um, they're going to order an appraisal. Um, the appraisal is the uh, third party that determines the value um, of the property to make sure that you're not overpaying for the property. Um, they're also going to just make sure all of our I's are dotted and our T's are crossed from a financing perspective. So that's really step seven. That's really where they um, are going to be kind of the second most important person of contact in a transaction, okay? Um, step eight, is you close on the property. Now, this is a very basic summary or overview of the home buying process, okay? But just to take a step back, when you first, when your offer is first accepted, everything goes through a title company. A title company is another third party. That's where you are paying the title company in earnest money. And the earnest money is usually 1% of the sales price, although it's negotiable. The earnest money shows the seller, hey, because you've accepted this contract, we are putting down money, this 1% or so, with the title company to show you that we're serious, okay? So in step eight, where you close on the property, the title company by this point has already verified that the person selling the property is the rightful, legitimate owner of the property. Um, they're also making sure that everything is legal with the transaction. They are the people that at the end of the day collect all of the money and then disperse it, right? They make sure all of the documents transferring the title um, or ownership of the property to you are all in compliance. It's all recorded and everything's on the up and up. Um, for you guys that are entertaining um, purchasing an investment property from a wholesaler or somebody that may not be uh, a licensed agent, or it could be an actual individual owner, make sure you use a title company. I have seen people scammed out of a lot of money because they go to a notary um, or they go to, or they start sending money to an, an individual um, that they think they can trust, and then the individual pockets money. That is an episode for a whole nother podcast because it is real and the scams are out there. But you know that when you use a title company, 
They um, are like licensed with the state. They are attorneys or have attorneys on staff which prep all the documents to make sure everything is in compliance, okay? So if you didn't get anything else from this podcast, make sure that you use a title company, okay? That's step eight. You close. Um, Also, before closing, um, with my clients, I walk the property. I make sure all of the repairs that they agreed to complete were actually completed. If the property is occupied by a tenant and you're purchasing it as a turnkey investment property, meaning it's already occupied, um, then we still walk through the property to make sure that there's not been any significant changes. We do all of that before we close. Okay. Um, and then step nine after close, what do you do? If you're intending to move into the property, there are certain things that I tell you to do, including, you know, activating utilities, um, Also, uh, just different things that you need to know about your homeowners association dues, your homestead exemptions to get that property tax discount if you occupy and own a property. The other thing that we do is if you are purchasing, well, you know, whether it's an investment property or your home, you always want to have the locks changed. This is a safety deal to make sure that nobody running around the neighborhood or friends of the old owner have keys to the property. Okay. So it's really, really important that you do that. And then I send different reminders quarterly on what you should know as a homeowner or as a real estate investor, things and tips that you can do to help minimize, um, additional expenses, help minimize future repairs and all of that good stuff in between. So I hope this brief summary of the home buying process is useful. Uh, make sure you go to my website, website CourtneyMKing.com slash guide if you want to download this full guide so that you can read and take notes um, or share with your friends. Um, and also don't forget to rate, review, and share the podcast. If you know anybody that is considering investing in real estate or at a minimum, buying their next home, make sure you share this episode with them because this could really be useful um, and so that they're prepared for the process and know what to expect. Um, And guys, I'm all about not only with this podcast, but just in my life in general, making sure that I personally know the steps, that I personally know the process so that you're not duped by any of these like unscrupulous people out there that are scamming or that don't really know what they're doing, okay? It also circles back to making sure that you've vetted a good team. And so I'm here, my team is here as a resource. Uh, Make sure you visit our website, Courtney at mking.com slash podcast. Um, And then also, if we can be a resource for you to represent you on purchasing a home or investment property in Texas, make sure you visit kingrealtytx.com. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week, great rest of the day. Keep pressing forward and I will see you next week. Thanks so much. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to continue the conversation, be sure to visit CourtneyMKing.com slash community. And oh, by the way, please subscribe, share, rate, and review this podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. And so would your peeps who are looking to get out of student loan debt. Until next time.